Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Billy Life Friday, or maybe you're joining us on the Body I Love You podcast. Either way, I'm truly fucking smitten that you're here. Like what? I was, I was, I was uploading the podcast the other day and we have like 21 episodes and I don't know. That's just, that's, that I find that highly exciting. And those episodes are getting listens and I don't know. It's, it's all just very exciting stuff. Um, I am so happy to be with you all here today on this fine, beautiful afternoon, especially because of our topic for today. Today, we are going to dive into changing your self-talk shifting and changing your inner dialogue by a show of hands. I'm just kidding. I can't say anybody, but how often have you described yourself as your own worst critic, right? And we like breathe life into that story as the like, LOL, isn't everyone, isn't that the norm? Aren't you supposed to be constantly shitting on yourself and your body and your brain? Um, It is the norm in terms that it's normal. And by normal, I mean common, but I don't know that it's necessarily normal in terms of what actually helps us and serves us as human beings. So I both want to, I, I both want to validate if you are that person, makes total perfect sense how we got here. And I also want to empower you from a very loving place to push to something more, right? And one of the things that I actually want to kick this conversation off with is acknowledging the purpose of that voice. First of all, so often these voices just kind of occur in the background in our brain. Sometimes they're quite loud and sometimes they're they're quiet, but they're um, consistent. And it's just something that is basically as normal as breathing to you at this point of just shredding yourself apart, be it physically, emotionally, whatever. So acknowledging, first of all, that this voice exists in your brain. Normally when we, of course I hear landscapers outside, I'm very sorry if that's annoying, we're just gonna work with it. Acknowledging that this is a voice that plays in your brain. And so often when we do acknowledge this voice, we immediately think to like, oh, well, I I shouldn't feel that way or I shouldn't be this way or whatever. I'm just going to ignore that voice. That voice is bad. I'm going to push it away or whatever. And I want to change perspective around that because that voice is actually there for a specific reason. That voice actually at some point in your life served you quite well. Um, For some people that maybe you chalk your success up to like you being your own biggest critic and, and really just kind of pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself for something bigger and greater all the time. That voice actually really cares about you. That voice actually is super attached to your success and, and it's truly is there to protect you. Oh my gosh, it just keeps getting louder and louder. Again, we're going to work with it. So I want you to acknowledge this voice, not from a place of F you voice, you suck. I, I hope you leave me forever, but rather acknowledging it as that voice is your protector. That voice wants something for you. That voice is there for an intentional reason. And what does it look like to thank that voice and not shame that voice, but rather have have gratitude for everything that it has done for you up until this point. So again, that voice has served you at some time in your life. It's just not serving you anymore, right? So we get to kind of dissect what comes next. When it comes to 
this voice. So many of us just, again, I, I'm my own worst critic when it comes to the voice that plays in our brains. But more often than not, dare I say 100% of the time, don't call me on that, that voice actually is something that we have been taught or trained to believe. So more often than not, that voice is actually somebody else's voice. Maybe when you're, and you guys, of course, we're here to talk about bodies and body, I love you and, and things like that. But even when it comes to not washing the dishes in the right way, I don't know about you guys, but that could be a, a parent or somebody from your childhood kind of whispering in your head of like, oh, you're doing that thing or you're doing it wrong. So it's my voice in my head telling me that like, hey, you suck, you're doing this wrong, you always do it wrong, whatever. But really that voice belonged to somebody else who trained me into that thought pattern, who trained me into that belief. So normally, usually, it is the voice of somebody in our life who raised us or had a say in our upbringing. So usually it is a parent or a close relative or friend, or we've certainly talked about the water in which we swim, the diet culture that surrounds us all the time, commercials, uh, fitness influencers that you've admired, whatever, whatever. When it comes to these critiques, usually these voices belong to somebody else. We've been taught to believe that. This is a very important step when it comes to changing your self-talk, because when it comes to that negative self-talk, we really identify with that voice. Like we really believe that voice to be all knowing and absolutely true. And what we do here, when we acknowledge that it's not our voices, we're able to create some distance between us and that disempowering thought. We're able to no longer identify as like that thought defines you or or rules you but rather it's a thought and not only is it simply a thought that doesn't define you but it's somebody else's thought and more often than not that thought was trained towards you in the first place again as a safety mechanism or someone wanting to protect you or maybe you know they're dealing with their own stuff so they're giving you the same advice that they were given um things like that really acknowledging whose voice is it actually whose voice is actually saying these nasty, disempowering things to me. And just to be clear, when I'm talking about this critical voice, this is the voice that pops into your brain when you walk past your reflection or when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning or when you see a picture of yourself and you get that like stomach sinking feeling that you don't look the way that you want to look or the way that you aggressive finger quotes should look that is the exact voice that we're talking about here so again normalizing the voice it's there for a specific purpose and a reason and that voice cares about you it served you at one point it's not serving you anymore it's not actually your voice those thoughts don't define you so this is a i say this all the time this is a muscle that you get to exercise distancing yourself from this voice acknowledging that it is not the truth acknowledging that it is an opinion and it doesn't even need to be your opinion right the next step in this tool and changing your inner dialogue is to really tap into the piece of you that is empathetic and compassionate and unconditionally supportive. And you get to tap into this voice any way that you see fit. A way that I really love to uh, tap into it is I acknowledge how I would feel about my dog. <laughs> so 
I love my dog so much. I love her unconditionally. I don't think that there's anything that she could do to change that. Um, and I just, I, I think the world of her, no matter what, even when she's taken a steamy shit in the middle of my living room, she hasn't done that in a very long time, but even then it's like, it's okay. You know, like you're okay. I'm, I'm unconditionally supportive of my dog. So I'm very clear on what unconditional support and empathy and compassion looks like when it comes to something else. For some of you, you might tap into your relationship with your kids or maybe your significant other or anybody else in your life that you just truly, truly love unconditionally. You just are this person's number one fan and you are just a, a go hard for this person. Um, of course, we can also acknowledge our best friend. I don't know about you, but so many times I have heard my best friends say sentences about themselves that I've literally said to myself in my brain. And I instantly get so defensive about my friend of like, how fucking dare you talk about yourself like that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are we going to do that? Definitely, definitely no. We all have this level of unconditional su support and compassion and love within us. We're just not used to exercising it inward. That seems like a, dare I say, like a, a foreign concept to us, especially because there's so many things in our culture as well in terms of like staying humble and, you know, serve everybody before you serve yourself and that it's like boastful or conceited to know your value and to know your worth. Spoiler alert, folks, that is also bullshit. None of that is true. Knowing your value and knowing your worth has you showing up more confidently and more fulfilled in your life. It creates a, a stronger connection with yourself and with your purpose and with your happiness. And that's what I'm here for, to acknowledge that that exists within you and to empower that voice within you. So there is an exercise that I've actually done a talk about um, in this group. This video is actually pinned to the top for those people in the um, private body. I love you Facebook group, but it's called the second thought exercise. And this this live actually reflects so many of um, the kind of elements in the second thought exercise. So we're going to reiterate some of those because you know what, folks, let's normalize repeating things 20 times or 60 times or 1000 times until it actually clicks. Because sometimes that's what it takes. That's what it took for me. I needed to hear the same shit over and over and over and over again before it finally clicked. So if this is a repeat information for you, good. You should hear it again. This is, this is a, a quality refresher for all of us. So when it comes to this idea of second thoughts, we want you to create a thought in your brain that actually serves you in some way, shape or form. And again, if you're having a hard time acknowledging what this thought looks like about you, yourself and you, think about what would I say to my best friend if they brought this to me right now? How would I support them? How would I be there with them? What, what kind of love would I want to shower with them? And just like fuck around with what you would say to your best friend and then try it on for size when it comes to you. And I need to add a disclaimer onto this part of the conversation. I am not a fake it till you make it coach. I'm truly not. I, I, I don't believe that we should break up with one facade just to cling to another one. What if we could like truly actually believe in this shit, right? Let's, let's focus on that. Let's work on that. So when it comes to creating a second thought or changing your inner dialogue, 
It has to be an inner dialogue, like I said, that actually empowers you, that actually does something for you that actually feels good. Maybe it feels nurturing or graceful or fun. Anything that lights something in you versus shaming you and diminishing you and making you small. That is the focus of this conversation. I do not expect, as a matter of fact, I highly suggest against looking in your reflection and having a first thought of, wow, I hate my body to creating some form of second thought along the lines of, oh my God, I love my body because this isn't a magic spell. Again, don't fake it till you make it. If it's not a message that you can get behind right now, that's totally okay. Simply create a message that you can get behind right now. One of the breakthroughs here that I feel like isn't talked about enough is the breakthrough of body neutrality. Even just feeling neutral about your body is so huge because I'm sure that you can all hear that going from looking in your reflection and declaring that you hate your body is so much more disempowering than being able to look at your reflection and acknowledging, here's a second thought, try this on for size. I'm learning to love this body. Or even a simple factual statement I have a body. This is my body. What does it practice? What, what does it look like for you to practice creating neutral thoughts, baby step thoughts, anything that is getting you closer and closer to this ideal relationship that we have with ourselves, which of course is I'm in love with myself and my body unconditionally. And that feels so good. And that feels so right for me. So I want you to practice when it comes to creating a thought um, that actually works for you. I want you to practice something that you can get behind, something that's neutral. Um, and I'm trying to think of some examples that I have around creating additional positive second thoughts. So calling it out that you're in the process of something. I just said, I'm learning to love this body. That is stating where you're at right now in your journey. And practicing that is absolutely valuable and worthwhile. Um, a quick example, and no shade or shame to anybody who chooses to get certain procedures done and things like that. This is something that I, throughout my life, have thought about a lot. I have created judgment around the wrinkles on my forehead. I've created a story in my brain that they make me look older and that I don't like them and that I should want to get rid of them and that they're ugly and undesirable and all of those things. And then I have a best friend come to me telling me that she is thinking about getting some work done. And I am literally just so confused in my brain because never have I ever looked at my friend and repeated that same story when it comes to her. I do it when it comes to me in the mirror, but not to her. And my response to her is, what are you talking about? I've never noticed those wrinkles in a negative light in any way, shape, or form. As far as I'm concerned, they are a part of your perfect face. I want you to look like you. Um, you know, it, wrinkles show how many times you've smiled and how many times you've been surprised and intrigued and how much life that you've lived. And I, I wouldn't want your face any other way. That's what I would say to my best friend. So what does it look like to practice saying that same shit to yourself? And you guys, I actually highly recommend practicing this stuff in the mirror while you're looking at yourself in the mirror. This actually really helps with this practice of really acknowledging that you are being an advocate for yourself. You are creating allyship with yourself. That is confronting 
major, deeply healing stuff to be able to look yourself in the mirror and acknowledge how you want to feel instead. I also want to acknowledge that this isn't like a one and done or a quick fix, or it's not like if you start practicing, you know, safer or more supportive inner dialogue today that you're going to master it next week. This is something that you practice for the rest of your life. This is something that you get to practice every single day. So my hope for whoever is listening to this very episode is that this plants the seed that you get to throughout your life, nurture and water and watch grow. This is a muscle that you get to strengthen and strengthen and strengthen. Every single day is a new opportunity. I also don't want you shaming yourself for the days that this feels really, really hard. It's okay that this feels hard. This path is not a linear point A to point B path. This is up and down, left and right, zigzags all over the fucking map. And that's normal. That's what transformation is. That's exactly what you can expect along this journey. The point here is to not shame yourself for where you're currently at in your journey. And the leaf blower is getting closer and closer. So I'm going to wrap this up. So unfortunate that this is live, but we're going to, we're going to get through it. So the invitation here is to practice, practice, practice. Again, if your breakthrough is creating something neutral around your body, that is a beautiful, worthy breakthrough. Taking baby steps to get closer and closer to that ideal relationship that you want to have with your body and practicing every single day. I hope that this was supportive. If any other obstacles come up for you um, or just stops that you notice are holding you back from being willing to practice this, please comment below and let us know. We are here to support you. We're here to, to coach you through this work. If you would like uh, some help brainstorming additional ideas as well, we are more than happy to assist you with that too. I hope that this was valuable information for everybody listening. Um, I also want to announce that we have kicked off our latest round of Body I Love You this week. It actually started last night. And the group that we have so far is absolutely incredible and amazing. And there's already some really powerful breakthroughs happening, which I still don't understand how that can happen in week one, but it just happens and it's really, really cool to watch. We still have spots open and doors don't actually close until week two of the program. So we're keeping doors open until next Thursday, which is February 2nd at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I think we have two or three. I think we have two more spots available. So if this is something that you are interested in, please comment below or send myself or Body I Love You a DM. And we are more than happy to give you more information and help you sign up. All right, guys, it has been lovely spending this Friday afternoon with you. I'll see you next time.